You're listening to Sports Biz Podcast, broadcasted live at WNHU on the campus of the University of New Haven. All right, this is Rob Thompson, Mark Rapport with the Sports Biz Podcast. It is Monday, January 14th. 14, 14, Sounds good. 14, 14. 14. So we're coming off the big playoff weekend, so we will get to that, Mark. I promise All you. All right. We're going to get to that, but we're going to talk a little bit about um, the NFL playoffs from the media side, what kind of audience they had. We're going to dip into a little bit. Um, so we'll go over that. We'll talk a little bit about the halftime show, um, who they just announced, and we'll get into a little bit of NASCAR and uh-huh. some sponsorship stuff as well that's happening out there that's Good. that's trending in the marketplace. And I know you want to talk a little bit about sports stream jobs and sure. some nominations. And then we're going to review everybody's picks. I got them right here. Oh, all right. I got them right here. And we and, and we're going to make up picks. and we're going to make up for next week, right? And right, we're going to right, go go right. we're forging ahead. Yeah, we're forging ahead. So, all right. um so let's let's jump into sports dream jobs. Sure, and some nominees that we may have for this. Sure. Week. Well, for this week we have uh, two nominees yep. uh, for sports dream job. Uh, nominee number one is the chief revenue officer for Roush Fenway Racing. Today yep. uh, they announced that they have signed Oscar Meyer in their return to NASCAR on the number six Ryan Newman. And uh, my good friend uh, Bruce Mosley, another a fellow Seminole as well. Yeah. And uh, so he is my dream sports dream job number one in terms of landing a. Uh, it's always great when you land a primary partner uh, on a vehicle uh, in NASCAR. So congratulations to the team there, Roush Fenway Racing. I'm sure it was a team effort there. Is that the is that the cold cuts or is it hot dogs? Hot dogs uh, were hot dogs, hot dogs were on the initial uh, paint scheme that they demoed today right. for the Daytona 500, the Great American Race. Yeah. And then my nominee number two is the VP of Marketing at Panini America. Very nice. Panini America, they announced today. uh, We're talking about Panini, the trading cards. We are. And collectibles. They're not just... um, yep. My good friend Jason Horwath is the uh, VP there, and they signed their first E... Esports deal. Yeah, really? they're signing on. Yes, they're signing on with uh, their um, their big partner with the Cowboys. Oh, all right. And uh, Jerry Jones's um, yeah. complexity. Yeah. So they are going to make uh, training cards and collectibles and posters for esports and esports. Wow. And official, so yeah, so, uh, so a new viz for them. Well, and in, and it blends in well too. They're very much getting in the digital trading card space as well. So were you were you trade? Did you trade cards or baseball cards and football cards? As a kid, you? as a kid, yes. I actually um, I got connected. My uh, my mom yeah. has three brothers. Yeah. Is this going to be a long story? It's a short story. Okay. I promise. <laughs> Uh, but I inherited his trading card collection. Very cool. And I, that's how I got into it. Right. And I had, sort of had all these cards. And You think it's making a comeback? I, I think it is. Yeah. I think there's, um, there are these, uh, I'm trying to remember what they're called. They're the, these events are now on the web right. where you can, uh, where they, they open, it's a um, pack the, openers the or crap. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and and you can most. bid on them, and yeah, it's pretty it's crazy. Huge, it's, yeah. it's a huge so thing you on the internet. bid before they open correct, them up, Correct, right? correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I've, I've seen those before. It's monsters. Case crackers yeah. or something like that is what they're called. Yeah. yeah, and so I do. I think it's coming back, and I think there's uh, – and now I think there's a bit more of the uh, – 
thanks to companies like Panini, I think it's a global thing too. So let's talk a little bit about NFL playoffs. All right, let's. Um, and I, I agree, by the way. I think training cards is coming back. I think uh, how how they. Um, the reveals are incredible. Um, it just adds a little bit more excitement, and never knowing if you're going to get that one card in. My my kid, my my nine year old, you know, he collects cards now. So I never did, but he's got a little higher level of nerd <laughs> than I do. Apparently. All right, so let's talk. We're going to talk a little bit about NFL playoffs, but we're going to talk on the TV side. Okay. You know, obviously, audience um, viewership has been what people said from last year versus last year to this year has been up mm-hmm. significantly. Um, and so there's no excuse of uh, the play's bad. There's too many concussions. I I attribute it all to uh, to gambling. But let's I'll go over the numbers. <laughs> so we're looking at um, Cowboys Rams drew uh, 34 million viewers uh, um, to the networks. Nielsen uh, notched it at uh, 17.9, and it was up 25 percent uh, versus last year. Same time. Those numbers also mark Fox's most watched uh, Saturday night premiere um, primetime telecast ever. Wow. Which I find hard to believe. I thought maybe American Idol or well, one of those on Fox would. Yeah, but. Uh, oh, that's Saturday prime night time primetime. Saturday, 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 Saturday night, Saturday night primetime. primetime. I can't remember a big, strong Saturday night primetime lineup on yeah, Fox, yeah, but. Uh, I couldn't remember either. So, digital consumption generated the most streams NFL playoff game ever on Fox. Digital average, um, the average minute um, audience. Of 618 plus thousand and Deportes was 127,000 views on digital. Wow. So those are real numbers. So not like the Nielsen, you know. <laughs> those are real. Yeah, unlike Nielsen's. Uh, so NBC's coverage of the Colts Chiefs on Saturday um, averaged uh, 29.1 million on TV. Those are Nielsen ratings. And then is up 8% from last year, which is. Wow, I just thought that game probably would have had a. Uh, I guess Cowboys should have a bigger audience. Um, and then uh, from a digital side, ninety six point three million streams. That's 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 pretty damn good, you know. It's all it's all pretty staggering. Yeah. And and yeah, I, I think there is. Uh, I think there's some. Well, first of all, I think there's some matchup things there that are in play. Yeah, uh, you've got a. Some good stories in terms of the Chiefs, mm-hmm. uh, Andrew Luck mm-hmm. uh, actually playing this year as opposed to last year. So where the storylines were better the than they were last I think, year. I think there are a lot yeah. of better storylines. Yeah, uh, Cowboys are always a big draw. Yeah, uh, L.A. is a big TV market. Yep. I don't care how you how you it's measure that. Market. So having so having the number two TV market yep. in the playoffs is yep. a big deal. And I think there's some carryover from last week that was, you know, good strong markets and good ratings there as well. So I think there's a lot going on. I, I find it, I wanted to ask you a question. Yeah. So how, how are you consuming uh, these playoff games? Have you been watching it in front of your TV? Yeah, have linear you been, feed. Have you been? Uh, yeah, yeah, linear. You know, um, I, I this is this is definitely without a doubt this year. I'm more engaged in it. I'm not right. gambling. I'm not DraftKings. Right. I'm not fantasy. I'm just straight up interested in the players that are actually in the game, you know. Yeah. And um, so, I, for me, it was I, I just I'm watching the you know. Yeah. You look at the look at the Saints playing, and it just that's fun, you know. Yeah. And and, and I think there's some great great storylines this year from the coaches and the players and the new markets and you know so it's been fun to watch. So let's let's segue over and and our 
in-house music aficionado <laughs> is not here today. Oh no! The coach is not has not made his. I'll, I'll do, I'll, we'll do our best. We'll do our best, and I don't think he's going to look in. But Maroon Five halftime show appearance. Um, I don't know. You know, what, what do you think about it? Well, weren't they? Uh, and I don't know if this is in the story that you have, yeah. but weren't they having problems? They were they were trying to get other guests to join them. Yeah. Uh, in their performance, they have, they have Travis Scott and Big Boy. So that's who they finally yeah, yeah, they, 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 they finally Scott got those Boy. guys to, yeah. to commit. Yeah, they did. So it used um, to be Super Bowl halftime. That was the that was the spot you wanted if you drop it a new album or absolutely. Yeah. Well, again, the music industry has changed significantly right. in, in that way as well. Right. I think that's changed some things, and um, I think uh, a lot of I know there was a lot of controversy about artists didn't want to necessarily participate and be a part of a league that Mm -hmm. had violence or didn't take care of its players and so there was some bad pr there but i think um i I think it's another safe selection by the nfl in terms of who's there i don't think there's Mm -hmm. likely to be a huge amount of controversy between those guys is it the you know, tier one act that, uh, I mean, th- these guys, Room 5 is not going to be confused with the Rolling Stones right. or U2 right. or Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, who knows? Maybe they'll rise to the moment and this will be their uh, Rolling Stones moment. Uh, who knows? They need something, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they need something. Um, so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what people's reactions are of it. I, I personally don't care. I, I really, I could care less who's performing. And that. it's on CBS this year, the Super Bowl. Is I that correct? I believe so. And what market are we are we playing in? Do you yeah, know? It's Atlanta this year, right? I think you're right. Yeah, it's Atlanta. Yeah, it's CBS. So that 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 streak continues in terms of the. Uh, the host city's NFL team fails to make the uh, Super Bowl. That will hold true. We'll see how that all shakes out. So let's get sure. into a little bit more sponsorship um, and promotions that's trending right now in the marketplace. Uh, I don't know if this is a – I mean, I guess it goes along with auto racing and just, just auto in, in sure. general. It's um, the ARCA Racing Series presented by Menards is has just signed on. So the Auto Racing Club of America. ARCA. Yeah, ARCA. The ARCA Series. ARCA just brought on Procter & Gamble as a uh, as a sponsor, and uh, they're getting back into it. Yeah, so they're getting back into it. VP of Development over there, uh, Mark Undrum, said that the end results of increasing business, product sales, and sales promotion for Procter & Gamble and a number of their consumer brands is very important for them, obviously, as it should be. I don't know if he wrote that himself. Or, um, but uh, Motorsports... Uh, well, let's hope we didn't need help for that. No, I don't know. Motorsports <laughs> program is a direct result of business-to-business relationship relationships between Procter & Gamble and Menards. So uh, apparently Menards is the grocer. Menards is actually a... Uh, yeah, they're the kind retail. of a combo... Um, uh, they're a little bit. There's some home improvement in that in that space as well. But they're huge retail chain. Retail chain, uh, all right. strong in the Midwest. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there are some ARCA events that happen there. Look, I yeah. I, I think everybody's looking for as, as you and I have discussed before. Everybody's looking for unique content right. and something that they can create their own and something they can own. Here's um, I, look, they're. There is a lot of consumption 
around motorsports mm-hmm. and motorsports fans in terms of where they are. Those mm-hmm. are still there. I'm sure represent a strong contingency of Menard shoppers mm-hmm. are motorsports fans. Mm-hmm. This is opportunity for them to uh, brand content, uh, mm-hmm. and they have certainly a multitude of brands at P&G. Uh, that they probably are are not limited to in terms of that they can use, mm-hmm. and so I, I think it's uh, first of all it's a great play for Arca, yep. and I think there's a really opportunity for them to uh, bring people out to the race and and have that experience, and I'm I'm sure the uh, Menards and. Um, P&G are going to make the most of it as well for their fans in terms of making sure those people uh, don't sit at home and shop at Amazon and come into the store at Menards. Yeah, why not? Right? Anything. Keep the economy flowing, right? That's the right. The ecosystem of racing. Ex- absolutely. So, so uh, here's another one. So the NFL announced, which I think this one is pretty interesting, how the NFL every year it's something different. But this year happens to be a partnership with the Inspire. It's the Inspire, the, the launch of Inspire Challenge. And basically what it is, it's a collaboration efforts with the players, owners, and league to create a positive change in communities across the country with a focus on education, economic advancement, police and community relations, as well as the criminal justice reform. And they are, it's, it's, a, it's an ongoing commitment to social justice, joint venture with players and owners and group working uh, to kind of bridge that gap together. Uh, and there are being there are grants that are being issued to Big Brothers and Big Sisters and Operation Hope. So this is the launch. Uh, if I'm hearing the story, this is the launch that really is about um, players were agree we're not going to take knees anymore. And this was a settlement that uh, I would that, that, that so. they've come to together. Mm-hmm. And I think that actually the spot for this first finally uh, the first spot ran this past weekend at least digitally. I, I've been consuming the playoffs. Yeah. On my phone, and so I think I saw the first spot for this. They highlighted what was going on in Chicago. On your phone? Are you been sitting out in the car watching TV? What's no, going on? no, I just uh, well, no, I'm <laughs> well, I have been sitting out in my car. I have yeah. Sometimes, well, you know, uh, no, uh, but I have uh, I've been out and about, right? And so, uh, but I just and so in way to what, sneak peek in terms of getting yep. uh, getting some of my playoffs in to yep. see what was going on. Mm-hmm. But I did notice they have a there's a spot that features the Bears and what's going on in that community and certainly mm-hmm. a, a city that's been uh, riddled by violence, yeah, uh, gun violence in particular. And so, look, I think it's I think it's great. I mean, it's good to see. I know a league that has struggled from a PR perspective on in terms of outreach in terms of the communities. I think any time, uh, everyone the you know thirty. Two thirty-one franchises there are in the NFL mm-hmm. in terms of can do something that's positive for them. For yep. it's good for the ownership of those individual franchises. Yep. It's good for that city, mm-hmm. and it's good for fans. And so I think uh, I'm excited to see, and hopefully there's some uh, sustainability to these efforts ongoing and how they uh, continue to integrate those things into the game and the game experience. And hopefully even maybe even during the national anthem they do something that's. Uh, Ceremonial. I'm. I'm. I'm going to predict now there'll be something at the Super Bowl around this in the city of Atlanta. Would be my guess. Well, any type of um, attention, any type of awareness that changes the lives of one or two people mm-hmm. um, is always a good thing. And you don't ever know. And and way back when, in the day when we first started the NFL flag program. 
And at that time, the vice president of NFL um, NFL International and NFL Properties, mm-hmm. uh, we were out to dinner, and he asked me if we were going to make any money off of the youth program. I said, no, but we're going to change thousands of lives. Mm-hmm. How much is that worth to you? <laughs> That was right. my, I thought he was going to fire me, but <laughs> but that was my answer, and I and I and I truly one hundred percent believe that. Right, and I believe that today with this program too, it's an investment back in the communities, it's an investment back to a pro, something that matters to a lot right. of the players and the people around the organization, and um, it, it's yeah. going to yeah, and the, like I said, I hope they. I, I hope it turns out as everyone has envisioned yeah. that it would turn out for them. Absolutely. I a think lot that, of smart would, that would be involved. great. Yep. There's a lot Let's of smart people so. involved. So uh, on to more smart people, Major League Soccer oh. <laughs> has just partnered with Heineken. Now, this one is a little bit different. They reportedly, Heineken reportedly made a bold trademark application to become the official, listen to this one, the mm. official beer of soccer. Wow. Uh, in the U.S., In the U.S., the trademark application was filed to uh, to, uh, U.S. Patents and Trademark Office on uh, January 9th. The official beer of soccer. Interesting. Yeah, so they're going to trademark that. So if you're if you're Bud Light, right, you're not the official beer of soccer. Apparently, Uh, well, they're well. Right now, you still are, but that is under threat. Uh, under threat. So I'm sorry. This is a Heineken this in is, partnership with the MLS. No, Major League Soccer partner Heineken. So it's uh, Heineken on their own. Yes. Heineken on their own has said, "Hey, thanks for giving us, lending us a hand to this. Right. We're going to expand our our scope of our relationship to include all of soccer everywhere. Yeah. So not only are we a sponsor of the MLS, but we're just mm-hmm. in the United in States. Soccer. Yeah. We're the, we're Self-appointed, yeah. the official beer of <laughs> soccer. Well, that's interesting, and from a youth perspective, right, uh, <laughs> right. The, right, Come on, kids, grab a beer. <laughs> those U14 leagues are going to get really interesting now. Grab a beer. It's yeah, already. It's yeah. the Red Cup Club. You know, <laughs> it's all those parents. It's actually now it's the official sponsor of all the Red Cup Club parents at youth soccer games. Correct. So you got parents, it. when you go to your eight-year-old youth uh, soccer game, we, make sure you pick up. We got you got to transition to Green Cup clubs, right? The Green Cup club. Now make sure you pick up your twelve pack of Heineken. Yeah, exactly. Right. Get away uh, yes. with that one. I know. Mm-hmm. So that's all it's, I have for the news. It's not going to be good. Uh, those glass bottles roaming around no. in those fields. That's no. not going to be good either. Not at all. Not at all. But that's what I have for the news. So let's get right into the playoffs. Last week, if if you guys did follow us or if you listened to us last week, we made bold predictions within the playoffs. We had Mark, myself, we had Chris Solano, we had. Uh, who else do we have? Adam DiPietro from USA Today Sports. Right. We had Clay Schweitzer. And we had David Fulcher, who is a former Pro Bowler with the Cincinnati Bengals, all right, who's in town with the Walter Camp Football Foundation weekend. So we made these predictions, and here are our results. So um, Colts Chiefs, we had uh, CC and uh, Coach and, and Adam went with the, uh, with the Colts, and the rest of us went with the Chiefs at home. Bravo for us. Bravo. Uh, we did well. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Chargers Pats, uh, we had. Uh, you're very happy with your pick. You. And, I am. You, uh, I am. And, I, I am now officially on the board. I had been shut out in my are, other mm-hmm. group, but now I am on the board. You're on the board. I, I am still in last place. 
You're on but the board. I am, but I'm on the board now. So you and uh, the coach went with the Patriots. <clears throat> yes. And then uh, everybody picked a Ram, so we're all good there, and everybody picked the Saints. So, so I, I, I 4-0 for me. Yeah, so you're 4-0. So so let's talk wow. about this week up uh, upcoming game. So we have the Chief Patriots. The Chiefs and Patriots. Uh, and then we have the Rams Saints. Oh, man. You need a second? Well, which, one, which, one, which one do we want to attack first? Let's go Chief Pats. Chiefs and Pats. Mm-hmm. Oh, Patriot. so night game. They're talking about some pretty crappy weather. Yeah. Supposed to be snowing in New England this weekend, isn't it? Uh, actually, I think they're. I think it's going to be. I don't know. Is it? Both, well, both well, well, well it's going to be in Kansas City. So whatever's doing in New England yeah. will only affect the fans Is trying to watch the game. Yeah, they're playing in All Kansas right. City. They're the number one seed. All right. Um, I. Man. Patriots looked awfully good. They, they don't have two weeks to prepare for the Chiefs, no. however. Um, and the Chiefs looked really good. Defensively, yeah. looked really good. I think I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go chalk. I will take the Chiefs. All right, I'm going to go Chiefs as well. All right, I'll pick for coach. He'll take the Pats. Well, he's gonna, <laughs> he, he probably will. If he, if he objects, if he objects, yeah, he can, he can call in. He can call in. Never <laughs> bet against Belichick. That's right. He said until until the dynasty's dead, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to stay with those guys. Rams Saints. I'm going to go with the Saints. All right. Again, another very strong defensive performance despite a little shell shock in the first quarter. But after that, uh, that defense settled down pretty well. Yeah, I'm going I'm going Saints as well. So, all right. So, all right. Uh, yeah. Coach will take the Rams. <laughs> Coach probably will take the Rams. I, I, got him on, I got him taking the Rams. <laughs> well, he's coming in tomorrow. He's oh. coming in tomorrow. Now, did you want to do this with the spreads? I know the spreads. If you want to know the spreads, since we're uh, since no we're spreads. no, no spreads. spreads. All right, spreads. Straight, straight up. Straight up. We we say, way don't, too much pressure <laughs> with spreads. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Way too much pressure. All right. With spreads, we, we won't, so. We're not making you go to. A, we're not making you drive to Jersey. No. And, and place the bet in Atlantic City. No. No. All right. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. So that's all I have on my uh, list. That's all you got today, huh? That's all we have today. All right. Yeah. All right. So uh, this is Rob Thompson. This is Mark Capone. You're listening to Sports Biz Podcast.